Life in the Clouds. I'm your host, Carlton Matthews, and with me is my lovely co-host, Deidre Matthews. And this is episode zero. We keep Boy, having lots of yeah. We keep having lots of episode zeros because we keep starting over on what we're going to do with this whole podcast thing. So we've decided that we're just going to get started, and this will probably evolve over time. But here we are. Just do it. That's right. So we'll start with some introductions. Sure. Madam. Yes. Tell the people who you are. <laughs> I'm Deidre Matthews. That was amazing. Um, so my name's Carlton. Like I said at the beginning, um, we have been married now going on almost 15 years. And we decided that we were going to put down some of our thoughts and ideas onto these ones and zeros on the internet. And hopefully you'll find some value in what we have to share today. Yeah, I've actually been married 16 years, but... Go ahead. <laughs> yep, the trolls start, and we haven't even gotten to the first episode. No worries, that's fine. I'll take it. I will take that gift. start with our first segment man what's new with you so back at the beginning of september you brought up a hundred day goals challenge that you found and i've been working on that in the midst of um new life as a mother of a newborn a lot of new things happening so it's been going okay i've been able to establish some routines in certain areas, particularly around our house and keeping the clutter somewhat at bay as we try to make room for new items based on baby stuff. So <laughs> big life change, uh, especially as this year we both turned 40, which is Yay. the new 20 or 15 or whatever. And so <laughs> hopefully it's not the new 15. I know, right? So that was a new thing, and now we have a new baby on top of that, so it's all new things. So it's been going fairly well just with the establishing routines. Another thing I started was getting back into fitness. I had taken a break for a couple months toward the end of my pregnancy just because it got too hot. And I was tired, and I wanted to take naps instead of go work out. So, in the past couple of weeks, I started working out a couple times a week, and I have my new workout partner hanging out in his, yes, we had a boy, in his um, baby carrier, and we're just chugging along, doing that for the challenge. So, that was a fitness component. Then, I also had a finance component, or we actually have a finance component of getting our monthly budget back on track, and figuring out how to make things work on just one income in this short amount of time before I go back to work. So those are new things happening with me. What about you, dear? Right on. So the 100-day challenge came from uh, my mentor group, uh, the 
Breathe University, which was is part of uh, Eric Thomas's group. If you haven't checked out Breathe University, you should. Uh, breatheuniversity.com. Check them out. There's a lot of very cool motivational yes. information there. And they said, or I should say in our group, uh, the, the idea came up to take um, and go 100 days from now until Christmas and give yourself a gift of a better you. And so here we are. We're right in the middle of the 100-day challenge. I believe we're at day 27, uh, something like that. Really? So, I've totally lost track. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're at day 27, okay. and um, everybody's got various challenges in our group. Some folks are doing finances. Some folks are doing fitness. Some are doing faith. Others are doing family. Um, but in the end, everybody wants to just achieve something great. And give yeah. themselves a gift. Yes. So it's not about doing something for someone else. Right. Even though somebody, other people will benefit. It's about giving a gift to yourself of your best uh, a, a goal achieved. Yes. So Which is very difficult. It is very difficult because we often <laughs> let ourselves down. Absolutely. Like we can focus on other people, but when Much it's time easier. to focus on ourselves. Right. You can definitely um, just kind of go, well, you know what, today I'm just not going to worry about Correct. it. Correct. So, For me, it's more of maintaining the focus. Yes. So I can set the focus like once a week or randomly here and there, but maintaining that focus day to day has definitely been a challenge. Yes. Oh, I can definitely agree because for me, I started off uh, doing uh, some fitness stuff and I was working on my nutrition, watching my eating. For those of you who know me, you know I'm a big guy, always have been uh, overweight for most of my life. And so I decided I was going to watch what I ate and kind of track my food. And I'm very good for the first four, five, seven days. I even, in this case, went about 14 days. 16. Give yourself credit. Oh, 16 days. Thank you very much. I'll take it. 16 days on my um, my eating plan and began to just, everything just kind of got out of whack. The baby's sleep schedule went out of whack. I wasn't able to... Um, just get my meal prep together and kind of just fell off the wagon. But we're back on it and we're moving right along. One so, day at a time. Yep, one day at a time. So that's really what's new with me as well. I think the other big thing is uh, from work, a work perspective, I'm not just the guy in the meetings now. I'm back writing code again. So that's always nice. But you do so well. I know, the guy I in know, the meetings. but I hate being the guy in the meetings. <laughs> I want to sit in the room with a computer and write code. And my um, career progress has not allowed me to stay there. So wow. here we are. But I've spent the last week uh, with my head down trying to solve a problem as servers sure. were burning down all around everyone. As we've Sounds been trying fun. to fix this production problem. So Lots of fun. For me, it's been fun. Oh, I've good. definitely enjoyed it. Well, I don't get to talk about work anymore because I don't have to go. Isn't that great? It is very different yeah. for me. Sure. I think primarily because my last day at work was a Friday, and then that Monday I was having the yeah, baby, the baby and there was no, <laughs> there was no middle, break. there was nothing in between. Sure. So I go from going into a somewhat positive you know work environment where it's good morning how are you and we share stories and then two days later i'm just in the hospital with this baby sleep deprived and you know you come home and it's just very quiet so it's very different it's a different sure level of activities going on so that's a new mental mm -hmm. adjustment to handle in addition to the fact that this is number three and then we have two other ones on a very 
wide range of ages, which creates another mental (laughs) paradigm that is an adjustment overall. But we're working through it one day at a time. Yeah, no, I get it. So for those of you who are new to our life, um, I assume most of the people that might even listen to this are people that already know us. That's true. But But if you don't, you know, here's our a little bit of our background. Right. So we have a teenager. Correct. Freshman in high school. That's correct. We have a uh, double digit kid. That is correct. Who just hit double digits. That's a fourth grader in elementary. Yep. And now we have a newborn. Correct. So there is a 10 year difference between our middle child and our youngest child. Yes. So we thought that we were out of baby time. And, uh, but here we are. That's correct. And so uh, I've described it as this funny little mental thing where we're preparing to teach our oldest to drive. And we have to go buy a car seat. Like, it's totally <laughs> two completely different mindsets. So, again, working through it one day at a time. Sure, that's right. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we're, that's like the stage of life that we're in involves many stages. Yes. So we've got three of us that are in school. I'm going back to school for my master's degree, which I yay. finish up in seven more weeks. Yes. So, yay on that. We've got freshmen in high school, and we've got elementary kid, yep. and uh, and one in diapers, and diapers. So everybody's learning something new, right? That now. is correct. Everybody's yeah. learning something new. And he just last week learned how to smile. <laughs> yes, the baby can smile. Yes, he can smile. That is for sure. things that happen in between uh, but for this one we're going to keep it short so we're calling this segment story time so each of us is going to tell you a little bit of story from our week hopefully it'll be interesting hopefully it'll be funny maybe you'll get something a takeaway out of it so ma'am my story turn. time you want me to do story time okay. or do you want me to do just story time? I, my story is that traditionally uh you are the wordsmith storyteller articulated, you know, educated, well-spoken <laughs> one of the two of us who are able to tell stories and do all these things. So and what you're I saying would, is, is that I speak so well? I would say that you use words well, and I tend to hide behind the fact that you do that, and I'll let you be the spokesperson and do all these things. So one challenge, I think, for me in getting into this podcast is that I actually have a voice and that yes, you do. I'm able to tell stories and it doesn't have to be in this wonderfully wordsmith thesaurus filled version as you do <laughs> that I can actually tell a story. So that I think for me is one of a big challenge and something I realized as we're working on this. It's kind of like why am I hesitant or maybe not really wanting to be as excited about it. And it's because I just have a tendency to just let you talk and I'll interject here and there. And so. And I've told you many times that is always a mistake. It's not that it's a mistake. I understand it's a mistake. No, it's a mistake because I married you because 
you were better at most things than I was. You were better at school. That's you were true. better in finance. I, I own that one. You were focused <laughs> a lot more than I was. And so that's why we're married. And one of the reasons that drew us together is that we both saw some very significant things. Oh, I was not God. going into this to be the spokesman. I that was not the way that, that is, this was supposed to work. But it's so much out. easier to just let you talk. Yes. I'm taking the lazy way true. out. Well, we're not going to do that. No. No. Because I talk about no. lazy tendencies mm-hmm. yeah. in others. So, yeah. that's my story. <laughs> then I'm going to learn how to be a storyteller or just let it out. Well, that's great. That? So, you just New spent things. a whole lot of time setting up this great story that you're about to tell. So, I'm ready to hear No, it. that's my story. Is that I'm going to learn how to be a storyteller. <laughs> That's funny. So it actually does relate to there. We had a conversation with a friend of ours earlier this week regarding just our current state in America, as well as in the church regarding social injustice. And um, in our conversation, it really got connected into so many different things and different dynamics of life that I don't think I really thought about in terms of the impact of I'm not even sure how to articulate what I'm saying. Sure. But what I think what I took away from our conversation regarding social injustice and America and diversity and how um, interracial relations are and you know all these different things that it ultimately as we know it comes down to those individual relationships that we develop and, you know, number one, having a desire to understand other people, um, cultivating a desire to want to believe that whoever the other person is on the other side of the table is an actual person, that we value them, that we see them as someone who's made in the image of God, that we acknowledge that they have dignity as a person, while we may not agree with everything that they say, they're still a person. And there's a lot of different dynamics I didn't think about. And the one thing that was really beyond just that was highlighted for me was we got into our discussion and we started talking about on an individual level, like individual traumas and different things that would happen, that happen to us as we grow up as a kid, right? And so that actually connects to my thing about storytelling because in that in the conversation we had with our friend out of all of what we talked about I realized that my way of dealing with something that was negative in childhood or trauma or big change or something I didn't like was to shrink back and to become I learned and I know very well how to be invisible I can go into a very large social environment (laughs) It's like get in and get out. Nobody will know I was there. I can do that. I mean, I do that very well. And so that for me is like was a little there's something there. There was something that bothered me about that that I just am you know, thinking about and pondering and wondering how do I get move beyond that as we I've got to embrace a new season because I got new things going on in my life. So, (laughs) you know, I've got to evolve and develop into this new person. And so 
that for me was just a hot button that that came up out of our conversation that we had with our friend this week. Sure. Well, I I know you know thinking about that um, that I think one thing you can always or one thing you can draw on to try and help you get beyond that is just assume that you're talking to me because you have no problem uh, standing strong and letting me know what's going on. So that sometimes you may need to just think, well, imagine I'm talking to Carlton right now and just yes. let this person have it in the same way that I might let Carlton have it because, well, maybe not that bad. You, you should describe just it as dying. letting you have it, like, quote unquote, is that how you would say that? I mean, I'm just saying, that? I, I love you. <laughs> However, I would say that you have no problem letting me know when I get a little bit out of pocket, is which correct. is uh, very often in many cases. We all have our challenges but to you know seriously pull back or go back into what you were saying i think some of that is definitely a learned response because of some of the stereotypes that um surround um black men and black women particularly you know nobody you know the the whole angry black lady stereotype you know or the angry black man stereotype i know for me i when i even when i'm angry i get quieter I mean, I know sure. you've seen it before. I get mm-hmm. softer spoken when I am angrier. I don't yell because a lot of times it it, 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 it sucks all the air out of the conversation. And so I've had to learn to get my point across no matter how strenuously without, you know, blowing up because it shuts down the conversation. So it's definitely something that we learned growing up and... I don't know how much of that is revolves around dealing with parents because you know, you, know, you can't you can't mouth off back at your parents. You know you got to make well, sure when that we were growing up, we were not given the liberties yes. that the new generation that has is been correct. given. That is correct. But then you also took those same lessons and rules into school, and you took those same lessons and rules into real life. And so now here we are at 40 examining the baggage that we brought up and brought through from childhood. Yeah, and that's Uh, necessary. So that was definitely, I mean, Mm -hmm. I definitely was grateful for that conversation because as much as I talk about these types of things with folks, um, I don't often get to share uh, a lot of my story. I find that I'm... More you know, helping sure. other people kind of navigate yeah. through the things that they didn't learn uh, growing up um, and don't have the opportunity to just share, right. you know, the, the situations the real, and absolutely. circumstances that right. happened in my own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I appreciated that conversation. So thank you. Yeah. So what was your story? What's your story? So my story, story is completely different. Um, it has nothing to do with serious topics. <laughs> and it has to do with... Uh, the thing that consumes much of my day, which is work. Uh, so on Monday of this week, uh, well, I should say Tuesday was when I returned to work because I was off on Monday. But there was a sign on the door that said, hey, it's now cleanup day. Uh, so they wanted all of the employees to take a look at their surrounding area and wipe up and clean up and dust off mm-hmm. and things like that. I mean, hey, you know. And I want to just make sure we 
are clear. You don't work with children. No, right? no. These you are all, work with adults. These are all adults, mostly men, but we do have some women who work in our environment as adults, well. Adults, nonetheless. They're all grown okay. ups. Drive but, to work, get dressed. Okay. Yeah, Own people homes, who people who homes. live in houses or okay. apartments, just and making sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so there was a note there that said, "Hey guys, it's time to clean up your station. We're encouraging you to do this. We brought in cookies." So there were cookies and all kinds of little snacks along with Clorox wipes and, and uh, a vacuum cleaner okay. and screen okay. wipes and this, that, so and the So the supplies and encouragement to yes. use the supplies. Yes, supplies right? and rewards were okay. there. Uh, and so that's, I mean, that's no big deal. Sure, wipe up your area. I mean, I didn't need to because my coworker <laughs> and coworkers and I went on a tirade one morning and we just cleaned up everything. But come to find out... Uh, that there was a reason why the cleanup happened, and it was because one of the other teams on another floor in our building, um, they were not the cleanest bunch of guys. Okay, but I mean, that so, happens. So. You're absolutely right, but I think that if you work in a professional environment, I'm just going <laughs> to give everybody on the podcast some advice. If you work in a professional environment, it's not a good idea to have four to five pizza boxes stacked up on your desk. Like, in very, just... Four Hold to five on. pizza boxes. Now, when you explained this story to me earlier, yes, and the pizza boxes you said, and you said they were stacked up. I'm sorry, I thought that meant they were stacked up on the floor somewhere by a trash can. Well, just everybody's desk, every cube has trash can. So this particular individual <laughs> in this group had taken okay. four to five pizza boxes, uh-huh. and they were just right there, the just stacked, desk. you know, and not thrown away. Now, mind you, the trash can. The big trash cans, not too far where you have to take your trash <laughs> so that the cleaning people can gather it up sure. and take it out. Not that far from where they are. They just, okay. eh, just not going to do that. That's just one individual of many. On the um, same floor. In the same floor, floor in the same group, on the same, Being you know, yeah, situation. Yeah, just, cleaning. you know, one, oh, my understanding is one gentleman took a, uh, he, he really is a fan of protein shakes. And he had spilled a protein shake on the floor. And, and listen, that happens, right? You spill stuff. I've spilled my coffee at my desk on occasion, <laughs> and I've had to wipe that up. But if you spill a protein shake yeah. on the floor, mm-hmm. you should probably wipe that up. Because yeah. think about protein shake. It's milk sure, sure, and, sure. you know, whey. It's like cheese or whatever, yeah. you know. That's and so if you don't wipe that up, it's not going to be so nice. Well, this particular individual just didn't wipe it up and it stayed there until it turned green oh my so now is the floor carpeted or the plain floor, floor the floor is carpeted so, so that, it like settled into yeah, the carpet yeah. and then flourished yes in the yes. moist began, environment began to because the air doesn't um, come on early in the morning no <laughs> no it just it's it's bad it was bad and so uh someone began to see the state of this one particular area sure the office and it became so bad but they didn't want to you know single out the individuals so they just made it a general everyone must clean uh event now have you heard the results of this Great plan to make everyone clean. I haven't. Heavy. So oh, my plan. Oh, oh, so my plan. Oh, oh. Maybe when next I go back, week we can get yeah, updates. So my plan next week is when I go in, I'm actually going to go upstairs and I'm going to go <laughs> to where their, the area is and see how it worked out. Because I mean, we all were very clean down in our area, so we just got free cookies and uh, everybody, <laughs> you know, just kind of hung you out. You didn't even pretend like just well, I mean, get a Clorox wipe and just. I mean, I'm like sure somebody vacuumed <laughs> something, but I know in our area we just didn't do it. So. 
So yeah, so that's story time with Carlton. All right. That phone ring means that we must be coming close to the end of this podcast. Yes. So we want to thank you for listening and being a part. And we're going to call it good and take this phone call. All right. All right, ma'am. Good talking to you. You too.